Hey, all Michael Lynch for here, Citizens for a New Louisiana, and we are meeting with the candidates that are going to be on your November the 3rd ballot. It's coming up quickly. There's more than the President of the United States out there, so when you step into the voting booth, you need to know what you're going to do. And of course, because you're watching, you are one of the more educated and informed people in the community, so you're going to be getting those phone calls asking, okay, who is this? What am I doing? So here's your opportunity to get informed. This is Ms. Michelle Bio. She is running in Division K for the District Court 15th Judicial District. Uh, and what is that that's right around here in Lafayette? Yes, we have three voting districts in Lafayette Parish. Um, uh, Division K is located in District 3 okay. of the voting district. So it's the, it's the greater part of Lafayette Parish. It's going to be rounding it off a little bit from I-10 south okay. uh, to all of Youngsville, Broussard, uh, most of Scott, most of Dusan, Milton, and uh, when you get to North Lafayette, it gets cut out a little bit. So it's a big, it's a big, big district. And listen, not all of these districts are separate. So you're going to have multiple districts on your ballot in most cases. So this is a, again, another great opportunity to, to be educated and informed. So tell me, you uh, you bill yourself as someone who has a lot of experience in the courtroom and a passion to be in the courtroom. So tell me a little bit more about... I do, Michael. I, you know, I am a, currently an assistant district attorney here in Lafayette Parish. I've been with the DA's office going on 20 years now. So as an assistant DA, we spend a lot of time in the courtroom. We try cases. Um, and uh, so it is a passion that I've always had. I've been doing it now for 20 years here in Lafayette. I started my career in New Orleans at the DA's office there. So I got a lot of experience there uh, in that uh, criminal district court. Uh, and um, in, in, the, in, in the middle, I had a civil practice as well. So uh, being in the courtroom is something that I really enjoy. It is um, fast-paced work. It's uh, interesting, and uh, it's important. You know, and I, it's, it's um, uh, something I do have a passion for. So in New Orleans, you, uh, we talked a minute ago, you were under Harry Connick for a while. I was. I was under Harry Connick Sr., mm -hmm. not Junior, uh, <laughs> although that would have been nice to see him That's once really in a while. That's really a cool story. It's kind of <laughs> neat uh, to, to have that type of connection. You know, we are in Louisiana, and everybody kind of knows everybody, but that, I thought that was kind of a cool thing. Uh, so tell me a little bit about uh, your courtroom experience, we were talking a minute ago about what happens when the appeals go up and they have to come back. What? Well, you know, the reason I think that having uh, jury trial experience is very important, and I do have a lot of jury trial experience. Over the course of the 26 years that I've been an attorney, I have 70-plus jury trials, countless judge trials, and motion hearings. So I have a whole lot of jury trial experience and judge trial experience. And <clears throat> why that's really important is because most of the time when cases go up on appeal, the reason that they are overturned or uh, and remanded back to the district court is because of some kind of procedural or evidentiary uh, problem that was with mm. the case. That's a judge problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, that's why it's important for judges to actually have experience. And, and, and listen, I'm not trying to say that with that many jury trials, I know everything there is to know about jury trials because even after having 70 uh, plus jury trials, uh, to my credit, I still learn every time I try a case. I learn something new. So it's really important. I mean, having, you know, if you have, if you only have one, two, five jury trials ever in your life uh, or in your career, um, I mean, that's good experience. Not, not everybody has jury trials, but it's certainly not, uh, you're not going to know everything there is to know about trying the case. And, and right. like I said, I don't know what it's 70, but I sure I'd have a better idea of it than someone right. who has a lot less. So a jury trial goes up to the appeals court. The appeals court says, hey, y'all procedurally made an error. That's a problem. The judge just didn't know, and they made an error. So they send it back to the lower court to be retried, and it costs double. It cost 
it, it's it's unfortunate for obviously the parties involved because right. it's it's emotional. Uh, it could be expensive to the parties as right. well, especially if they've hired attorneys. They got to rehire attorneys and, and try it again. But it's expensive to the taxpayers right. because we're having to pay for that again. Yeah. You know, so uh, that's really really uh, that's why it's really important to have a judge who knows what they're doing. And look, there's recent legislation that has lowered the jury trial threshold. So there are not going to be fewer jury trials. They're actually going to be more moving forward. It's very, 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 very strong possibility. A $10,000 threshold, that makes for a possibility of uh, having a whole lot more jury trials. Uh, and we're going to need somebody who has the experience to handle those trials, somebody who has ideas about how we're going to get those trials heard. Um, you know, uh, right now, uh, having looked at the, the current uh, uh, scheduling of uh, the court docket for Division K, since that's the seat I'm running for, that's what I'm, I'm talking about. But there are already right now, um, uh, I'm going to say there, uh, having looked at it this afternoon, seven civil trial uh, jury uh, trial dates, uh, seven non-jury trial dates. Okay. For a non-jury trial date, that's a um, judge trial or motion mm -hmm. hearing. Uh, there are 11 criminal jury trial dates set, and uh, those are just in Lafayette Parish. Acadia right. Parish and Cabrillo Parish are going to have theirs as well. But my point of bringing that up is, is that you know, with this backlog that we're mm -hmm. going to have of cases that are because of COVID, uh, we're going to really need to be able to utilize all of those dates, which is a good amount of dates that we have. Uh, anybody can go to the Clerk of Court's uh, website and, and look up the court calendar uh, to see how many uh, uh, trial dates are set for any particular judge. Uh, but we're going to need additional if we can fit in more jury trials. And so uh, ideally what I would like to do once on the bench would be to maybe combine some cr uh, criminal and jury trial dates to be able to bring more jury trials in. Mm -hmm. We also so the judges have um, uh, misdemeanor day uh, weeks and traffic mm -hmm. weeks. Those are weeks that we could maybe add some jury trials on as well. Um, so if we can move some of those cases uh, and, and get some of those cases through the court system, I think that'd be ideal. But of course, then it, it helps to have the experience of having done it already. Right. So that's, right. that's why uh, I feel that that experience is important. All right. So right now you, you're at the district attorney's office. You're an assistant district attorney in is it track four? Track four is, is where I'm assigned. The way the criminal system is set up uh, uh, in Lafayette Parish is uh, we have a track system. So all drug cases go to track one. All other felonies go to track two through five. And um, so I am the lead felony prosecutor in track four. So I handle all felonies, whether it's felony theft or forgery, all the way to first degree murder and all of those in between. And I have been doing that for the last 20 years. I've tried cases involving rapes, murders, armed robberies, thefts, you yeah. know, you know, anything, you can run the gamut. Basically. And this is, uh, we had talked earlier, this is actually your primary courtroom that you serve in. It is. It is. I have been, the way the track system is set up, uh, the cases come to uh, the track based on offense date. Um, so the judges themselves are not always assigned to the same track, but uh, they rotate every, I think, two years is what okay. it is. Uh, but because they are allowed to work out work with each other if they want to stay in a particular track mm -hmm. um, they can so like an example would be Michelle Brove she's doing juvenile work and if she wants to stay for another year or two in the in the juvenile track she could even if she didn't pick or, or wasn't allotted the juvenile track she could work it out with whatever judge mm -hmm. did get it if she wanted to stay and they could work it out right. well Judge Michaud actually has been in track four he liked being in track four so he has actually been the judge in track four for i think going on eight years now wow. it's been a long time so he is the judge that i don't exclusively practice in front of but have primarily practiced in front of for a long time now 
So yeah, you've been in that courtroom. That's just yes. kind of cool. Is is um, this has kind of come up? He has, is retiring, so it is an open seat, and this was an opportunity. And you've been asked to run by a number of folks. And when those conversations were going on, you told me a fun story about your family. How, how did that work out? Well, you know, I really love being a prosecutor. I love trying cases and being able to be in the courtroom. Uh, so being a judge was not something that I had this great aspiration for, that right. I always thought, well, one day I'm going to be a judge. Um, but when I realized Judge Misha was retiring, I started thinking about who was going to be the judge that comes in here. Uh, are they going to have the experience to try cases and, and, and run a docket? And um, so I talked about it with my husband, and I talked about it with other friends, and I had many friends and my husband who both said, you know, you really should step up and put your experience to work. You have a whole lot of courtroom experience. And, and I'm like, I'm not sure about that, you know. And it wasn't until my kids, both of whom are uh, in college right now, 20 and 22, uh, both kind of said to me, Mom, you really need to do this, you know. And, and I thought to myself, you know, here we are. My kids are at that age where we're trying to encourage them to figure out who they are, what they're going to do with their lives. And, and you know, I, I encourage them to uh, put their best foot forward and to step outside of their comfort zone and, and to, to do something that they're passionate about, but also something that matters uh, to not just themselves, but to others. And so I thought, well, I, I I can't, I got to lead by example. I know I can't really encourage them to do it if I'm not willing to step up and do it myself. So that's how, what got me here. Okay. Well, listen, we're about at the end of our video. So if you'd like to just uh, talk directly to the voters and let them know why you're the best candidate, please, you know. Well, thank you very much, Michael, first of all, for allowing me to be here. I do appreciate it. Uh, I am very excited about the prospect of being your next uh, district court judge in Division K. I think as I talked about all of my experience, you know, I have a lot of civil experience as well when I first came to Lafayette Parish. I went to work for a very uh, um, uh, successful, uh, uh, I think, respected uh, attorney named Lisa Brenner. Uh, she had a general practice, uh, but um, she hired me because I had so much trial experience and so much courtroom experience. She wanted me to work on some of her complex um, uh, property law, uh, I'm sorry, community property partitions and some of her cont uh, contested custody cases because as a, as a prosecutor, she figured I had uh, a lot of experience with those emotional kind of cases. And so I did that with her. I also uh, worked with her on um, employment law litigation cases that she had, uh, sexual harassment and age discrimination cases. So I had the opportunity to try several of uh, uh, those kinds of cases. We tried, uh, I tried with her and then on my own when I had my own private practice, um, I tried cases in those fields as well, uh, all across South Louisiana in state and federal court. Uh, so I have a lot of civil experience, although it's been primarily criminal for the last 20 years. Uh, I still have had a lot of uh, trial experience in the civil realm as well. So I'm ready to take all of that experience combined that I have, put it to work for our community on the bench, and I, I hope that I can be your next district court judge. All right, so you have a website? I do. We have, it's Michelle B.O. at, uh, sorry, B.O.forjudge.com, I think is our, our website, and, and we also have a Facebook page. Same thing, you can find me with Michelle B. or B.O. for Judge. All right, so B.I.L.L.E.A.U.D. You got it. Forjudge.com. She's on Facebook, too, I so am. you can reach out and have a conversation with her as, uh, that way as well. So be sure to connect, educate yourself. There's a lot going on. Don't show up and, oops, there's all kinds of stuff on the ballot. So here's your opportunity. Thank you, Ms. Michelle, for coming in. Thank Very you for having me. Nice it was a lot of fun. You. Yes, ma'am.